finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan. Entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. Hello and welcome to another episode of Do It With Dan. I am very, very excited because after nearly two years of managing to, I've managed to wrangle an interview with Alex Revy. It's yes. been, um, it's been, <laughs> I was just talking just offline now and I was saying it's very rare that I, uh, I, I hear a travel schedule that's uh, more ridiculous than mine. And during that's a time when I'm just sitting in Mexico doing nothing, you're in like five places in one month or something crazy like that. Yes. Including so, Asia. Including Asia, <laughs> I know, especially right now. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, so thank you so much for having me on. I know that um, we've been trying to do this for a while and <laughs> it's finally working out. Everything is perfect. We have perfect time. Um, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. I agree. So um, obviously, we semi know each other through Dr. Doe Dispenser's work. We're True. in the community. You are one of his youngest team leaders ever. I think you got some accolade like that. At the at the time, I was. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if anyone else has joined the, you know, the, the team lead community since then. Yeah. Um, just because of my crazy travel schedule, I haven't <laughs> been. I haven't been able to assist at any of the week long programs in a little while. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, but I was one of the youngins for sure. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm about his his son's age. Brilliant! So, brilliant! Mm-hmm. So you got that accolade. Um, along with mum, you guys have a really, really cool podcast. I love to I love to listen to. So I'm gonna give people the opportunity to connect with that and I'll ask you a little bit more about it. But um as we have been out of touch for a minute, I'd love for you to give us a quick uh, headline on what you're about and what you're into as of today, because my, my info's probably a bit outdated now. Oh sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So a little bit about what I do and And maybe I'll start at the beginning of kind of my journey. And this was when I started my, um, you know, personal development. And I started it at a personal growth group here in Chicago, which is where I live. And from there, it kind of blossomed into this much um, deeper, wider, and more mysterious type of journey. And I'll take a step back, too, and say, you know, During in that same kind of pathway, I was working with my mother from a very very young age, probably like ten years old, and my mother was a bead maker, and it all started um, with her um, in our basement at home. She was making these beautiful clay beads, and she started getting very well known for what she did, and. Then she started teaching me the entire process. And basically what we do is we're Millefiori artists. And so in... Wait, wait, you're going to have to pause. Millefiori artists. Yes. We're going to so, need to break that down. <laughs> so some people know it as Murano glass. Some people know it as um, Fimo. You know, it's like a kind of hippie type of thing that was really popular back in the 70s, but it actually started back in the BC ages of, um, and they used pottery as well as glass. And so the medium that we use is clay. And we hand sculpt these different designs. And in these like cylindrical designs is how we can then start making our beads. So 
in this process, it's about a seven hour process to make one pattern on average. So it's very labor intensive. Your hands are sore afterwards. Wow. You've really put a lot of energy and time into this one design. And so in learning this process, I started making some money and I bought my mom a spa for the spirit day. And this was kind of the start to her journey. This was like an initiation for her where all of a sudden um, she went on, she went to this astrology reading that she really didn't really want to go to anyway. And um, then once she came back, I asked her about it. I was, I think 11 or 12 at the time. And I asked wait, her- Wait, wait, so at the age of 11 or 12, you were sending your mom off on a spa day? Right. Yes. Okay, gangster, gangster. <laughs> and um, I was curious how she liked it. And she kept repeating, it was interesting. And so um, then fast forward a couple months, she booked a flight to Florence, Italy. And that is when she um, took this astrologer on that was at the Spa for the Spirit um, as a mentor. She studied underneath her traveling the world for quite some time. And that was pretty much the beginning of this whole process for her. So um, you, at the age of 11 or 12, were the catalyst for your mom taking this journey based on you at the age of 11 or 12, hustling together enough money to spend your mom, send your mom on a fancy spa day. Yes. And well, at, I was also making a decent amount of money because seven hours of work, of hard labor, I would get mm -hmm. about 200 to $300 um, mm -hmm. for that one cane. Mm -hmm. So I, I, was a, I was an entrepreneur at that age. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, I would it. I would it. I'm celebrating I, with you. Yeah, I loved, I loved, and I still have such a wonderful connection with my mom that, you know, I, I didn't see that it was overpriced or anything like mm -hmm. that. And um, anyway, so my mom has been studying astrology for almost 20 years. And um, so then as we kind of progressed our bead making company into a more astrological um, way, that's where we've created this company called Intention Beads, where my mother, mm -hmm. she will look ahead and find beautiful astrological timings that have some like rich symbolism, ancient mm -hmm. meanings, this like archetypal knowledge and translate those moments into not only like a message for us to have for ourselves as we wear our talisman, but she also makes it right at that time where the beads also have that energy that was available mm. at that moment. Mm. And actually that was where I, I first sort of poked into your world. So like, oh, this looks really dope. And it was the, <laughs> it was the beads that I was like, hey, I want to know a bit more about these beads. And then you're like, well, that's just one piece of the pie. I know. Over here. Like, it is. <laughs> it is. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's, it's been like an exciting, absolutely, um, mystical journey. And, mm -hmm. um, so then I'll, I'll jump back over to kind of, um, my progression of, I came on into the company with my mother and I've, I've pretty much been doing that on from a very young age, as we all know now. And, um, so now at that maybe 17 to 20 age, I was working on this really big transformational year. And this was one of growth, of challenges, of, you know, basically writing essays about who I am and what I value and all of these things. And um, 
then I started trickling into meditation and yoga and kundalini and um, then my worlds kind of collided when we were at the um, Panache Global Gathering in Tampa, Florida, and it was my birthday weekend. I was there with my mother. We were vending, and uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza walks up, and I did not know who he was at the time. Um, anyone that comes over to ask questions about my company, I'm here. I'm a wealth of information, and um, they can tell that I'm excited about it still after 20 plus years. <laughs> and um, so he came over. I spoke to him. I was excited to, to share with him what I did. And that's when he's like, this is, you know, I, I like who you are. We should keep in touch. And my mother also bought me a ticket into Joe Dispenza's workshop. During that meditation, I had an extraordinary experience. And it was a I don't know how to explain it, but it was just a, a culmination of um, this confidence that everything is okay, my life has purpose and meaning, and it's going to unfold as I age and in this, in this wonderful timing and in this wonderful way. That's all. That's all. Pretty much that I could. I could really explain. So I talked. And that's that's a lot to explain. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all I got. You know, just this amazing thing. But you know, nothing. right? Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was, just, it was a feeling of just what whatever whatever is. It's it's meant to be, and it's also um, within my power. And wow. um, so then I just started to. Uh, I chatted with Dr. Joe afterwards, and. Um, that's that was my inauguration into becoming a team lead for mm -hmm. him on his world tour. Mm -hmm. So, hmm. So now, yeah, right now, <laughs> right now yeah. is, um, is really stepping into um, more of a of a confident um, spiritual person, where mm -hmm. um, my knowings, my values, my my actions on a daily basis have this meaning and have this purpose. It has this intention behind it. And so, yeah, I think it's, it's just a daily practice. And um, I really, really love sharing that with people. And so we travel, yeah, my mom, and, <laughs> my mom and I, we travel around the world. We do um, what we call shows. Um, mm -hmm. And it's not like me on my ukulele playing. However, I do do that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the, these shows are like Hay House shows, the big mm -hmm. publishing house with all of the speakers. We do, mm. um, you know, small, even small little park district shows around the world. Yeah. So um, yeah. we run retreats and we have our podcast and we just like mm -hmm. to talk about how astrology, it's not necessarily like this, like this power and this force that, you know, is happening to us and we have no control over it. Mm -hmm. What it is, is this like, is this wonderful way that we can start understanding the cycles and the circles and these patterns that are happening in the universe, but utilize our free will and our, mm -hmm. our personal power in order to do the best we can in whatever situations come through for us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the things um, I loved when I first had the opportunity to start checking out you guys' podcast 
is that I'm, so I've actually got had a really interesting quick tangent, which is like a tangent, but a tangent, quick tangent. So I had a, I did a, a I did an Oracle card sometimes in my, um, mm -hmm. my Facebook group. You know, I get decks and sometimes people give me decks or whatever. And this one guy put under one of my posts uh, one day, I'm so glad that you're embracing the woo woo. I'm like, <laughs> dude, I do energy work. I'm a Kundalini yoga practitioner. Like, <laughs> I astral travel and all this kind of yeah. crazy stuff. I'm happy am, about it too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about that woo woo life. Um, but he's like, yeah, I, I heard you say once that, you know, woo woo is BS. I was like, no, actually, what I'd said was anything that people use to negate their own power or anything that people do in isolation without actually considering our entirety of a state of being is BS. If someone's just reading books, it's just BS. If someone's leaving anything out, then they're not tapping the fullness of it back from the dungeon. So I, I sometimes, um, with some perspectives on the astrological world, I'm talking about from the outside in as well as from the inside out, get caught up in this idea that people are saying, oh, I can't do that because it's Mercury retrograde or... <laughs> the reason why I'm like this is because I'm a Gemini or I, right. I wanted to not be an asshole, but that's my human design or whatever versus what I really got from you guys, which is that, yeah, there are patterns just like there are cycles in nature. There are cycles in the universe too. And just like it's prudent to plant your seeds at one part of the year and, and sow them at another part of the year, working mm -hmm. with the circles of, of, our, of, of, uh, of the seasons, we can do the same in our lives when considering the universal cycles that are going on. And I found that really refreshing. Um, and I absolutely love that about what you guys are into. I love, I love the way that you explain that too. It's, it, <laughs> it makes it so um, in perfect alignment and perfect timing. And, mm -hmm. and yeah, I mean, when people say things like that, oh, you know, I'll, I'll never date a Sagittarius. Hey, you know, hey leave the Sagittarius right? out of it. I'm or whatever they say. Whatever. <laughs> I picked one. I'm sorry. <laughs> I picked a random one, <laughs> random, yeah, but whatever, on. <laughs> whatever, whatever people say, you know, or, or they'll say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm dating this Sagittarius and, you know, our astrological signs aren't in alignment is that, you know, should I break up with them? And mm -hmm. for, for me, my answer always is everyone can be a match for you. It's mm -hmm. your choice. It is your mm. choice. And there's some people that you're going to blend better with that might mm -hmm. be a little bit easier, but maybe not as exciting. Um, mm -hmm. There's going to be the people who challenge you and put you up to these, you know, edges that you never really knew that you had. And it's going to mm -hmm. be exciting and exhilarating, but also scary. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just, it's just about kind of keeping the awareness and, and seeing that. And astrology is a wonderful way to map that out and at least mm. look at a piece of paper or look at a chart and mm. start having a discussion. Mm -hmm. And mm. so, um, so for instance, when people start saying things like that of, oh, well, Mercury's, Mercury's retrograde, so I'm going to blame all of my mistakes <laughs> and things that are going wrong on it. it the way that we teach it is, okay, so Mercury is going to be retrograde. This is a time that we need to double check, triple mm -hmm. check, and yeah. also be very extremely clear on how we are communicating and how we are listening. Because mm -hmm. sometimes we just think that we're all that and we know exactly what that person said. But then yeah. when it comes, comes down to it, we're like, Oh man, I was totally off on that. <laughs> it's really funny. Like an XX of mine, an XX. Um, she would 
she had a consistent level of kicking off. I don't know if that statement, that phrase, do you know what kicking off means? Like, ah, like having a little tip. Oh, like tantrum. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So she'd have, she'd have consistent tantrums. But during Mercury retrograde, you're like, <laughs> oh, sorry, babe. I know why I was behaving like that. Mercury's in retrograde. I'm like, dude, you, <laughs> there's no difference in your behavior. We can get clearer to, with our conversations. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. So let's put a bit of effort in, but we're not going to blame this cycle that's going on in the right. universe. Yeah, but then there's also mm-hmm. like there's also these astrological um, phenomenon too, like when we talk about the the moon phases, mm-hmm. and from the new moon to the full moon, this is like a half of a month because mm-hmm. then that full moon needs to now turn into the new moon back again. And the way that this ancient knowledge has been passed down to us is the new moon is a really wonderful time to set intentions because mm-hmm. the 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 slate because there is no light coming from the moon. So when it is nighttime, the slate is bare. It's mm-hmm. dark and it's, it's clear for us to begin. Mm-hmm. So that soil there is, is fertile. Um, mm-hmm. So then that's when we drop the seed. That's when we plant the seed. We, we ask, we, we set intentions. And then once the, the full moon comes around, then there's light from this moon. So that's that's when we can see the little sprouts that come up from these seeds that we've planted. And this is a time for reflection. This is a time for looking and seeing the things that we have set from that half a month prior or however, you know, how many ever moon cycles that takes. And what's been really interesting because everyone says that people are extra weird when there's a full moon out you know, or the werewolves or yeah. you know, things like this, like there's marital or like, you know, there's just more issues about the full moon. Um, mm-hmm. This is when we sow seeds that we are not proud of and the full moon shines on it, we Comes can be upset. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we can be not proud. We can be in, feel embarrassed. We can feel this extra pull and this extra intensity with the things that we've really manifested and created in our lives. And that so can happen at a subconscious level too, right? Mm-hmm. So the effects of, so this energetic shift that we're experiencing is a result of whether conscious or unconscious intentions based on who we were at the new moon, when that comes to light in, in the full moon, those dis- but dissatisfaction can bubble up at a subconscious level and then cause all of this confusion that we're not even aware is going on and affects us. Right. Or even like, you know, I'm, I'm loving this little sprout that's popping up, but it's not growing fast enough. <laughs> you know, like we, we feel this like impatience and there's this like, oh, yeah. so that's the werewolf we're talking about. That's okay. The, okay. That's, that's the that metaphorical werewolf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Do you like werewolf movies? I ask random questions. I haven't seen any. I I haven't even really seen Twilight. I've seen little snippets of it, but everyone's very disappointed in my movie repertoire. So I'm just okay. Gonna... I, I I need to I need to as a movie buff. I need to know more about this now. Okay. <laughs> okay. So your movie repertoire is not very exciting. So I need some expansion on this idea. How unexciting and how dis- disappointing, quote unquote, is your movie repertoire? All of the popular movies that everyone's seen, I've never seen. Rocky, um, that was one my boyfriend was very disappointed in. <laughs> um, the Goodfellas, what are, what, The Godfather. Um, okay. What are like really popular movies that everyone Do, do you have a favorite Twilight? film? I, I need to know, do you have a favorite film? 
I don't know. The Legends of the Fall. And this is a very old movie because that's when I used to watch a lot of movies. Tom, Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise? No, that, that was Brad Pitt. And there were Brad three Pitt, brothers. And they all fall in love with kind of the same woman. And there was this whole war going on. And it was, it's... I know the film. I know it's the film. Pain, it's, a, it's a pain painful movie but it's at the same time it's beautiful okay. and I just I liked those more like realistic ones like the fan fantastical ones where everything you know works out is wonderful to watch and I love that <laughs> and I have a Pisces so like I totally swim in those waters but sometimes I just like the real ones that have the <laughs> <laughs> I have the same yeah. thing at home so Olga doesn't um like she, there's certain films she just can't get down with. She hadn't watched any James Bond films. I finally got her to watch some James Bond films, and she neither. likes it. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Well, I got her to watch some James Bond. I, I took her through the Daniel Craig one, but like she won't watch any Marvel films. She goes, "That's not realistic. That's not real. Mm, yeah. I can't get down with that." All right, the tangent is over. I, okay. I, you, there's a quality film on your to do list, on your love list. So yes. I can, we can still be friends. Okay, cool. back from the tangent, <laughs> talking about talking about the, the the full mood and 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 how that affects. Right, and so um, so basically, like how how we use it is we will hand make beads right at that new moon and depending if that new moon is in Leo if that new moon is in um, you know Virgo or Libra that's the essence of that talisman that we make so if um, if we make one during a new moon in Leo that's going to be about um, leading with the heart Leo rules mm -hmm. the heart this is a really wonderful time to be courageous and passionate and a little bit risky um, mm -hmm. Virgo would be a little bit more grounded that's a a mutable earth so it wants to um, kind of stay here but also tell you what's what's black what's white what's um, you know what's a yes what's a no it's it's kind of like it it, it sorts and it um, it equates it's very methodical so it's about making decisions about you know creating um, creating organization um, Libra, that's a, that's an air sign. So that's all about kind of like communication and thought. And so Libra would be about expressing, um, pleasantries with the ones that you love and creating a balance there of, um, a give and take. So all of these different signs actually have these beautiful archetypes and these beautiful, um, stories that go along with them. I was going to say these great narratives, narratives that are informed by the energy that they were created under. And I think one thing that I love about that too is it honors the fact that everything has a frequency to it mm -hmm. and the intention that you're using to charge intention beads is almost a channel for that energy to be infused into the beads and then be carried over to the wearer, right? Yes, yes. Mm. And so we, even when we talk about, say, like looking at someone's astrological chart, you're not just one sign. Everyone says, oh, I'm a Pisces or I'm a Sagittarius. But that's mm -hmm. your sun sign that we're talking about. That's when, you know, the, the sun is transiting through the zodiac. So then mm -hmm. you also have a moon sign, you know, mm -hmm. your, your moodiness, your, mm -hmm. your, like the cool side of the sun. It's still a luminary where it kind of creates um, light and shines in the world. But this is more about how we cycle through emotion. Um, but the cool part about looking at a chart not only shows how you're so different and mm -hmm. unique, but how every single human is exactly the same. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we are, we are so unique, but at the same time, we are so similar. Same, and same, but different. Same, same, but different. Totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have yeah. seen that one. Yeah. Isn't that Is tropical? It, fun, tropical yeah, that's, that's, um, you've been, you're always in Asia, same, same, but different. Everyone <laughs> has the same, same, but different t-shirts. No? I know. Oh, man. Oh, man. Not in Bali. It's more like an ohm sign. And <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm thinking Thailand. Uh, my bad. I'll let you off. I'll let myself off. Anyway, back to regular uh, programming. So, so, so anyway, like looking at someone's astrological chart, that's what I like. It's, it's this self-explorative tool that we can use because really it's just all these symbols. And it's, a, it's about how we look at it. It's about our perspective. It's about... Um, you know, how we personally want to look at it. You know, my sun sign is Pisces. So when I'm talking about being a Pisces, the high frequency is healing, fluid, um, musical. Then the low, you know, the low polarity of it is escapism, um, not in touch with reality, um, kind of scatterbrained and indecisive. Mm. So when people say something, oh, well, I, my moon is in Gemini and this is just kind of who I am, they're, they're just talking about how they want to stay in the low polarity of that <laughs> <mind>. <laughs> They don't so want to make any change. Yeah. Right, right. So mm -hmm. like to like elevate that, you know, a moon in Gemini would, the, the high vibration is extreme clarity of, of emotions and expression of it. Like they could be in, in, in a wonderful, you know, um, I don't know, they would be great at poetry or something that was you. Beautiful, like beautifully like short and um, mm, easy succinct. to communicate. Yes. Mm. And, um, but low polarity is, you know, I'm going to show you one emotion this second, but then a completely different one, the other one, and you're not going to know which one you're going to get. <laughs> Who are you going to get? Who are you going to get? My Gemini. So, you know, it's just, Love it. you know, when people start making those excuses for that, it's because they don't want to change, because they don't want to rise up to the next level. Mm, I love that. Almost uh, resigning to what you've been told you can be and picking the laziest form of that versus stepping into the fullness of what you can be and Absolutely. choosing to go through the fire and become that. Absolutely. And we mm -hmm. all have that choice. We all have that choice, even if we have a, an astrology reading or not, you know, <laughs> we, we yeah. all know ourselves and we know, we know our limitations, but we also know where we can, we can elevate. And, mm -hmm. and this is something that I've, I've learned, um, you know, day in and day out with Joe Dispenza's work is, you know, this is, this is not my, my all, my all or nothing. It's, it's, it's my, it's my consciousness and it's, it's pushing myself to my next higher level. Mm. Uh, yeah. It's just choosing to be more. Yes. Choosing to be more. I think, um, I think I, uh, I look like this. I think I'm my son and moon are both Sagittarius. I think. Cool. I think. Do you I know your rising are. sign? That would be like I more like the time you were that's born. Why that's why I asked you. You're the one that helped me with this. I think my rising is cancer. Okay. It's, so if you're looking at your chart and you're looking at a Western astrological chart, because Vedic Joydish is a, is a bit different, um, mm -hmm. but your rising sign is like the nine o'clock, that, 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 you know, angle right there. And so what, 
what they say like rising so it's kind of like how the sun rises up over the horizon your rising sign is the first impression that you like to give to people it might not be exactly who you are like you know like cutting into some layers but (laughs) we have have all of these different personas you know Mm -hmm. i i have this persona that i'm here i'm i'm talking to you and i'm and i know that i'm being listened to so this is Mm -hmm. a persona here when i'm you know on my couch reading my book this is a different you know alex and when you're canoodling with the with the beloved that's going to be a different alex right absolutely Mm -hmm. but it's also Mm -hmm. like it's this it's this beautiful person that that you know, we just don't have to be the exact same person doing absolutely everything. You know, mm-hmm. we, we have this dynamicness to us. And that's, mm-hmm. that's definitely um, explained in an astrological chart, too. But then but this, again, comes down to the energy that's flowing through, because the way that we exchange energies with people is going to inform the way that we both show up. So, for example, we've got rhythm and flow. That's, and that's enabling some d- dynamics, dynamics, dynamics. Mm-hmm. I like that some one too. <laughs> texture, <laughs> some texture to this conversation. Um, I'm very fortunate that I've been blessed to have amazing guests on my show where there has always been a really cool groovy, sometimes more than others. And sometimes it needs to warm up a little bit, but generally speaking, that dynamic, that flow of energy is facilitated by where both of us are. Mm-hmm. If I was just like, Oh, right. You know, just the deadpan. Then I'm not giving anything. So the way that you're going to show up in that situation is going to be different. So the the, persp- the persona or the aspect of you that's going to be Absolutely. witnessed in that exchange is going to be very, very different. I agree. And and mm-hmm. we as humans, we experience this all the time. You know, like, exactly. I'm not sure about that vibe over there. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I'm, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'll, be staying over, I'll be staying over here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that even in... Um, even in the most challenging situations, even in those, you know, those talks that we have with people who don't disagree with us or, you know, there is that like tension or kind of like uncertainty of like, why isn't that person talking right now? Um, (laughs) That's, that's a self-exploration tool as well. I think, Mm. you know, Mm. in, in a lot of my personal growth group when I was, you know, in a, in a young age, I guess, around the teens, um, we would go and we would be exploring um, ourselves in different, what was, what were called assignments. So, and we would create these assignments for ourselves, depending on what the topic was that week. And for instance, one of mine was to go along the streets of Chicago and ask people for money. Just, just outright, not like I'm homeless, nothing, nothing like that. Just about going up to somebody and saying, I "Can need I have five dollars?" Dollar, dollar, dollar is what I need. <laughs> did you, did you, did you take the ukulele and sing? Did you, <laughs> no, did you take the ukulele? I couldn't do any. I couldn't trade for it. I couldn't do oh, anything for it. Just I just have to ask. Out. Yes, and so it wasn't about like how much money I could make. It wasn't about, you know, how many no's I could get. It was about this self-reflective tool of what's going on internally with me. And mm. so it was just kind of the questions of like, well, why do I need more money? And then the other thing was, you know, I, I, do, I really don't like to be judged by people or thinking that, you know, what are they going to think if I'm asking them for money? And, and so it was just very, um, very interesting. And, and it, it, in those weird, awkward situations that we can choose to put ourselves into, um, we learn a little bit. We learn a little bit about who we are. 
I'll tell you this much. I didn't go ask for money <laughs> on the streets of Chicago after that, uh, that assignment. But, um, <laughs> I need one story. What's the funniest response that you had on that day? The funniest? Or the most was, memorable, just oh, an, a memorable response that you had. Um, I think they just looked me up and down and <laughs> like, why do I need to give you money? Um, and, and they had, when they would ask me why I just said, Oh, I was just asking for $5. Some people did give it to me, but I mean, that wasn't the, that wasn't the point. It and was Chicago's just kind of an like, interesting city as well. The, the dynamics I'm sure were really funny. Oh yeah. It was, I mean, but it, like as as funny as it could have been, I was taking it very seriously. And I was like almost in a panic because there was like this huge um, guilt and shame. And, oh, wow. and so, and so then the other assignments that we would do would be something like, you know, we're wrapping up a dinner and we just ask the, the waiter, oh, can we have a free dessert? It could be just because the, the, the assignment was asking asking for things that we that we want like who doesn't want five dollars who doesn't want (laughs) it's just about asking because sometimes we are just terrified to ask for the things that we want and even be in receipt of them Mm. i was going to say the whole receivership challenge of being able to receive is probably probably would feature in going into the exercise because you're going to be like but if I ask for it, I might get it. And at a subconscious level, that program is going to be running. We can't ask for that because we might actually get it. And that right. fear of receiving is going to sharpen those times. And I'm too. not worthy. I'm not, I'm not, I, 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 I don't deserve it. Or, mm-hmm. you know, um, even if we're asking for that really, really big thing that we've always said that we've wanted and, but I, I don't have the certification. I don't, I can't do that. <laughs> you know, because we, we have this like linear way of thinking Mm. that I have to do this and then this needs to happen and then it needs to you know because because of everyone else's stories that we've heard or you know this is how this other person did it we exactly innately think that that's how I have to do it <laughs> yeah 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 running into the old right. that's very cool um I know you and mum are off to go and do some traveling going to Bali Florida where else did you say you're going all these Mexico so, yes um, so we, we are starting off, we are headed to the yoga conference that is in Toronto, Canada. Um, we're going to be teaching astrology basics there, then mm-hmm. flying pretty much within 24 hours of landing back in Chicago to Bali. We run nice. an annual retreat there. Um, we'll, we will be there for three weeks. The retreat is just under two. Mm-hmm. And... Um, then once we are back, we then turn around and go straight to Florida for mm-hmm. a for the Hay House show, mm-hmm. the big mm-hmm. event. So cool. I mean, like those people that show up there, they're doing the work. They're 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 talking the talk and they're walking the walk. And I love nice. I love that. Um, and let's see. Then um, my boyfriend's um, family member is getting married, so I am flying to go visit his family in Mexico and yeah so it's and then from there we have we have a few more um we run a retreat in Lake Tahoe we um yeah we fly all over and the hay house are you guys presenting or just attending we're vending so our our talismans the beads that we make astrologically timed we we are there to um help facilitate like create 
either creating a talisman for them or showing them a talisman that will help them with what they're wanting help with. And, and one thing that I'll say about a talisman is that on a very, very low and terrible example of what one could be, because <laughs> um, I'm not equating, this is not me equating my, my wonderful bracelets to like a dirty pair of socks. But when you think about it, like you're like, imagine that you're a soccer player and you have a game coming up and you yeah. always wear your lucky pair of socks. These lucky yeah. pair of socks is they're your talisman because yeah. when it comes down to is the game day and you're nervous mm -hmm. and you you're not sure you're like is this how is this going to happen how how are we going to win you put on that lucky pair of socks and you're like this is how we're going to win i got yeah. this mm -hmm. and they give you this confidence and you give you give these socks these confidence they give you this confidence and yep. in scoring that winning goal and in working with your team to to um to be victorious. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's about shedding the doubt, shedding the fear and continuing on this path that you truly want, you know, mm -hmm. because then that doubt and fear and all of those, you know, messages or voices that are in your head start talking, you need to drown them out somehow. <laughs> mm -hmm. so, um, so yeah, with our talismans, they have, we have put so much time and so much effort and so much planning into each and every single one that we want whoever is going to take on this talisman to, to put as much effort into that. In, in, in their daily wakings, like in their, in their um, ceremonies that they do every day to really step into their intention and realign with it because everything that is going to happen in the world and in the day can tell us that you're not good enough. You can't get that done. But when we can realign and, and, and prove to us ourselves that we can, that is, that's the victory. That is that, you know, daily challenge that we come up against and that we can overcome. And, um, the more we can overcome it, the better we get at it. And the faster we get to, that end goal or, you know, kind of becoming that person that we are looking for. I love that. And yeah. don't worry, I'm, I'm not seeing your beads as dirty socks, but I am, <laughs> I, but I am loving that you, you put it in the framework of this relationship, this reciprocal relationship of empowerment that creates this permission slip to just be the greatest mm -hmm. version of ourselves. That's really yes. powerful, yes. a beautiful message. And um, people can go ahead and get those intentionbeads.com, is it? Is it yes. intention, intentionbeads.com? Correct. Knew it. And <laughs> they can connect with you on what's the best, what's the best social for you? Because you're like, you pose like once in a blue moon on stuff. I know. Like really I know. We're, we're, we're not so great on social media. However, <laughs> um, we're trying to because yeah. um, we just, we just know that people are there. Um, yeah. So best is probably Instagram. And that mm -hmm. is at intentionbeads. All one Brilliant. word, all lowercase, okay. easy. We'll pop that in and the show notes as well. The podcast is different. That's called yes. Astrological Intentions. And that's, yes, that's a really, really great podcast. I do recommend anyone that wants a refreshing and yet very powerful and introspective viewpoint on astrological science. And you guys have people come on sometimes and you like yes. walk them through their chart. It's really, really cool. So uh, yes. Yeah, and we'd definitely. love to have you on the podcast one day. I would. For sure. I would amazingly love to come and get some of your magic on my chart. Because I've been cool. told my chart is really interesting because all my stuff's clumped together apart oh, cool. from one thing over here. So Okay. 
So yeah, that sounds like a fan chart. There's, yes, there's well, different chart patterns that we can talk about. So I just had so to do these. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so yeah, and also in that podcast, we have this section called Talisman Times, where we talk about the the talisman times that my mom has picked out for the upcoming week. And if, oh, yes, yes, if one of those that. intentions really strikes you, and that's like, oh my gosh, that's what I'm going for. Well, of course, we're going to be making a talisman during that time. But if you wanted to create something of your own during that time or set a meditation during that time with that same intention, that's mm. going to be really powerful. Beautiful, beautiful. I love, yeah. it, I love it, I love it. Alex, it's been just an absolute fabulous, Such delicious pleasure. pleasure to have you on the show. Yes. Um, anytime you want to come back, if there's anything going on with you, you want to come back and talk about, Sweet. do it. If you want to come back with mum, <laughs> do it. You're oh, welcome. That would be fun. Anytime the door is yeah. wide open for you. Cool. Um, guys, be sure to check out their work. Be sure to go and hook yourself up with a powerful relationship-driven intention B, which is a permission slip for you to be great check out the podcast learn how you can start having an empowered way to look at the universal seasons and how they can support you and being the greatest version of yourself be sure to check out dreamwithdan.com forward slash facebook 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 check facebook. out my dream with dan facebook group facebook we're having some cool times on there and go ahead and check out attentionbeads.com your events on there too i think there yes on there as well? yeah. yes have a look at the events they look really dope i have to say though quick tangent Mm -hmm. I, as a man with man parts, feel really sad because a lot of times these really cool events going on, people are like, yeah, for the ladies, for the ladies, for the ladies. So do you have mainly, you're mainly lady driven for your events, right? We are. However, we never just have ladies. Um, you do you know, have man people there. We do have men people. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, it's, I mean, because a majority of our followers are ladies, we yeah. can normally address some of our social posts to, hey, ladies. Yeah, um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, really, when you think of it ancient, anciently, beads and like, you know, and the way that they were used, it was a, it was a version of trading or it was a version of showing um, how powerful you, you were in the tribe. So beads were... Right not like just for, just for women or just for men so all right well yes. me and olga love doing really cool stuff so i'm gonna have a look and see when we can line up get into one of your bitsies because i think that'd be really cool for us to do together. so i will and our birthdays are three days apart three days and a few years but three days so i'm the fifth and she's the second of december so we've got yeah. some similarities there Cool. anyway thank you so much for coming on the yes. show i'm gonna let thank you, go. you um okay. thanks again thanks again everyone thanks for tuning in catch you next time on do it with dan thanks so much for listening to this episode of do it with dan wow, wow, with your host wow, wow, daniel mcginna for more great content and to stay up to date visit www.dreamwithdan.com for updates for more exclusive content we'll catch you on the next episode of do it with dan